Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I want to thank you for joining us on this liquid sunshine morning, bringing rain here and there. And it's probably going to get rain for the rest of the week. But praise God. I'm glad to be that we are here, uh, the ones that are here in person and for the ones that are uh, watching us online, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, or whether it's our website. Amen. Praise God. So just a few announcements. Um, we had a very good, successful uh, food pantry yesterday. Just remember the last Saturday of each month is our food pantry. Um, just to let you know in advance that sometimes the supply is limited. So you get here early, we can get you a decent amount of food. But as the day goes on, we are, you know, we're, the food is getting low and we're trying to, you know, make arrangements to make sure that we have enough food to feed at least 150 to 200 families every month. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this time in your word. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you're doing in our lives, Father. We don't take anything for granted, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken in our lives, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for your strength, your wisdom, and your knowledge in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. So, before I give you the title of the message, um, this is hurricane season. And over the past week, we've been experiencing uh, quite a few storms in the area. And we got some days, we got heavy rains, we got a lot of lightning, we got a lot of thunder as well. You know, the power's been being knocked out here and there and everything. And we've been seeing that certain areas are flooded. It has a lot of water. Okay, so um, a storm is, is any disturbance state of any environmental or an astronomical body atmosphere, especially affected in surfaces. And surface has and strongly amplified severe weather. It can be marked by significant disruptions to normal conditions such as strong winds, tornadoes, hail, thunder, and lightning. And uh, there's you can also get uh, heavy freezing rains, uh, you have ice storms, you have strong winds, a tropical cyclone windstorm, or wind transported, transporting some substance through the atmosphere, such as dust storms, blizzards, sandstorms, and etc. So today's message is, don't give up in the midst of the storm. Don't give up in the midst of the storm, okay? This is not the time to where we give up in the midst of the storm. This is a time where we press in and we continue to pray, we continue to read our word, amen? And this is the time to where we have to really press in um, during this time, amen? We understand that we had to deal with certain things when the pandemic hit back in March of 2020. Amen. A lot of things changed. A lot of jobs had to reduce their staff and everything. Churches had to make adjustments on the amount of people coming into their services and everything. We had to 
make adjustments on to do more live stream as well. So even in the midst of a storm, don't give up in the midst of a storm. A lot of times you have to make adjustments. You have to make these different adjustments when going through the storm. Amen. And I can tell you from experience, um, I'm from South Florida. So we, South Florida, get a lot of hurricanes and things of that nature. So we have to learn how to adjust with those hurricanes as they come in. We have to learn how to adjust with the bad weather as it comes in. And I can tell you that I do not like traveling in bad weather, which I have done before. You know, I've traveled in weather to where I couldn't see no more than two feet in front of the car. That's how, that's how bad some of these storms can get. Amen. So Mark chapter 4, verse number 35. Let's start at verse number 35. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when he had lifted the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And another little boat was also with him. A, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filled. But he was in stern sleep on a pillow. And, he, and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea. Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How it is that you have no faith. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obeyed him? Now you see, now you see, yes, they are, they are woken him in his sleep. He was sound asleep on his pillow. Like, okay, well, what's going on? Why you guys are so afraid? Why are you, why you so afraid? But he spoke to the wind and the sea, and he said, peace, be still, be peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. In that, even though we're going through, even though you're in the midst of the storm, you got to remember, you got to keep the faith. You can't let anyone tell you anything different. You know what God has told you. So even in the midst of the storm, there is a great calm. You know, there's the peace. There's the peace. You're like, God, just give me peace in the midst of this storm. Because you don't know what's going to happen during this storm. And I can tell you, um, I can tell you this. Now, we all seen the movie Forrest Gump. We all seen the movie Forrest Gump, okay? Now, there was a scene in there where him and the captain uh, or whatever, uh, what do you call him, Lieutenant Dan with no legs, okay? He was on the top. He was way at the top. I'm like, what in the world is going on? He's at the top. And like, come on, bring it on. I'm like, okay. There is no way in the world I'm going to be on a boat in the midst of a storm. I'm sorry. I'm like, y'all need to head for land. We need to get to land. We need to get to land. So he was on the top. Come on, come on, bring it on. In the midst of the storm, 
I'm like, man, he, is, he mess, is he crazy or he just absolutely just lost his mind? He want to bring it on, bring it on. So with that, with that being said, all the other boats, all the other shrimp boats were damaged except for his. In the, middle of the, in the midst of the storm, his boat survived. I'm like, wow. So his, he's the only shrimp boat that survived this whole storm. They like they showed it, oh yeah, all these boats are crashed, these, these are damaged, and here he come sailing in. I'm like, how's that possible? How's that possible? Even in the midst of the storm, he didn't give up. He's like, man, no, we 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 gonna ride this out. We're gonna ride this out in the middle of this storm. We're gonna ride this out. So by him doing that, and by he kept the faith, you know, he he stood his ground and his boat, his shrimp boat, became the number one shrimp boat out there. I mean, making millions of dollars. But I can tell you one thing. I will not be in the middle of the storm at the top where, where Lieutenant Dan was. Talking about bring it on. I said, uh-uh, get me down. We need to go. We need to go. We need to go. You know, you know, we, we, we get to land. So even with that, so if y'all can remember, um, Hurricane Andrew hit, it was like a year after I graduated high school. He hit in 1992. He was category, it was a category four or five before he hit land. And I saw the destruction that Andrew made, that he did when I was in South Florida. And I like, when I saw the news, I'm like, nah, that can't be real. That can't. I went down to Parime and I'm like, this is real. This is some real stuff. Country walk. Country walk. Only thing left for country walk was a concrete pad. All the homes were gone. The whole development was gone. That's how powerful Andrew was. It was completely gone. I was driving down the Palmetto Expressway, and I seen trees. It's like he just took his finger, took a finger, just tick, 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 knocked them over. It's like the tree's been there like 40, 50 years, and I could just see the roots of the tree. I'm like, man, this is some, this is a real live storm. So, you know, we had to prepare for that. You know, they say, oh, uh, Hurricane Andrew, like, yeah, Andrew, what is, we, we had a, we had a women's conference, church at a women's conference. Uh, Andrew, what is, who, who the heck is Andrew? I don't know Andrew. And on the news, they say, oh, Andrew, stop. I say, okay, yeah, he stopped. He's coming this way. I say, oh, Lord, he's coming. He's coming. So, boy, we had to buckle down. And even in the midst of the storm, I think it was where we was living at the time, uh, we didn't get um, we didn't get affected by it like the people did in Miami-Dade County. Miami, they got hit hard. Broward County didn't get that much damage. But even in the midst of a storm, sometimes you have to make adjustments. Depends on how the storm, what kind of storm it is. Okay, Andrew was bad. We understand Hurricane Katrina was bad. These are the different storms that we had. People, when Hurricane Katrina hit, when, when everything was all over, people said, you know what? I'm not staying here no more. We're moving. We're getting out of here. We're going to Tennessee. We're going to Kentucky. We're going someplace. We're going to Texas. Any place but here. So, so you, you have these different types of storms. You have tornadoes. Even in Arizona, you have like these dust storms in, in, in Arizona. So now, California, they have earthquakes. So we ain't, that's not a storm. That's just an earthquake. Okay, even, even in that. I don't know what this, uh, I mean, I don't know what it is about California. People want to live in California. But my, my concern is 
I don't want to live any place where there are a bunch of earthquakes. I'm just sorry. I don't want to be in my bed sleeping. Next thing you know, I start hearing this rumble. I say, what's going on? Oh, it's an earthquake. I don't have time for that. So even in the midst of the storm, you see how far it's gone. He survived. He didn't give up. And that's what I'm saying. In the midst of the storm, this is not the time to give up. This is the time to press in to God. This is the time where we get before God and we pray and seek his face. So what does the Bible say about overcoming the storm? Have faith in you and your maker, which is God, that you may that you will overcome the storm. John chapter 14, verse number one, and it says this in the NIV. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. So you cannot lose the faith. You have to continue to believe in God. Okay, and we know we know we cannot lose our faith. Now, I can tell you this. In the midst of the storm, when this pandemic hit, a lot of people, they lost their faith. They're, they're, they're you know, they lost their faith. In, in some cases, they stopped coming to church. They're like, what's, what's the point? We got so many coronavirus cases out there. What's the point? If I go, I may catch something. I may catch something. But in the middle of the storm, guess what? Guess what? We, when the new president came in, he knew what was going on, and he pushed to get those vaccines out to the people in the middle of this storm, in the middle of this pandemic. The last president didn't do that, but this president did. And that's what I'm seeing. The last, he didn't make any, the last president, he didn't make any emphasis or anything about it. But the new president, when he came in, when he came in, he made sure that he pushed the vaccines out. And he wanted to make sure that the first responders and the people that are 65 older got it and so forth. So I'm very appreciative of that. So even in the middle of the storm, in the midst of this storm, God will always provide for you. God will always make a way for you in the midst of the storm. So you can't forget that. Amen. So faith enables faith enable us, fable, faith enables you to see what to do next in the midst of the storm. You must believe that God will do what he said and he will do it. Amen. So if God told you he's going to do something in the midst of the storm, he's going to do it. He's going to keep his promises. Now you look at God's track record. Look at his track record. His track record and his resume is very good. There's no flaws in his track record. I want you to ask yourself this. When was the last time God ever let you down? Even when you was acting a fool, you didn't do what he said he wanted you to do. He still loved you, but he never gave up on you. He's, he was right there. He was right there. He never, ever gave up on you. Amen. So don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled by stuff. Oh, there's a, there's a storm coming. We got to do this. We got to do that. Okay. I'm from South Florida, so we know how to prepare for a storm. We know how to prepare for a storm. We know how to prepare for a hurricane if it comes. We know exactly what to do. And there's no stress on the part. Okay, all right, all right. Let's go and make sure we got enough food and water and stuff like that, lights and batteries and all that stuff. Make sure we have enough 
food for the dogs and all that stuff and food for the for the birds and the fish. So we you know, we stock up, you know, we stock up in advance. You don't wait until a week before to start preparing for this storm or this hurricane that's coming. But by, by then the supplies is very limited. You only can get so much and you're like, okay, wow, what do we do? I said, well, you should have started preparing for that earlier. You know, people start filling up gas cans and, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in these storms, okay? You don't know, you know, you do not know what's going to happen with these hurricanes and these tornadoes and these, what they call overseas, um, they get what they call cyclones, a big old massive wall of water that comes in and just floods the whole city. So even in the midst of the storms, God is always there, and he will always provide for you. Amen. So Isaiah 46, chapter number 11. Call a bird of prey from the east, the man who, the man who exceeds my counsel. For a far country, indeed, I have spoken it. I will also bring it to pass. I will also do it. So we have to remember, you know, what God has promised us, what he's told us. And he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He was always, he is always by your side, no matter what. Amen. So why did Paul not give up in the storm. At the time of our text in scripture, it tells us that Paul was a was in serious trouble, so much trouble that it placed his life and his li it placed his life that and that lives of others around him in a moral da danger. For we are told that they were on a small ship caught up in the midst of the storm. Now, think about that. Think about that. You're on a small ship in the midst of a storm. Amen. Now, we can all relate to uh, uh, it wasn't a storm, but even in the midst of the storm, you know, we all can relate to the Titanic. When the ship went down, they hit this big old glacier, and the ship just went. Poof, the ship was going down, and then even in the midst of the storm, the captain said, "I'm staying on the boat." Now you need to get off the boat. No, I'm staying on the boat. So he's like, "Wow," he said, "We got to go. We got to get people off the boat." So um, imagine that was a big ship, but imagine being on a small ship. In the midst of a storm. And we're talking about waves coming to you left and right every which way. The boat is being tossed. You know, the captain is trying to maintain control of the boat. But on a small boat, in the midst of a storm, you may, the people on the boat, they may survive and they may not survive on that boat because it's a small boat. Amen. I've been on some boats that I, I prefer to be on a bigger boat because, um, you know, sometimes the rain can come and the wind can come and you just don't know. Amen. I was on a charter boat and it started raining. 
So I was out there fishing. It started raining. I said, oh, Lord, it's raining. So what are we going to do now? So I had to keep the faith. I kept the faith. And everything, the, 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 the storm passed, the, 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 the rain passed, and I caught my three snappers. I was so happy. I caught my, it was three or four snappers that I caught. I was very happy about that. Even in the midst of the storm, even, even, even though it rained, I still caught my fish. Amen. So, Acts chapter number 27. Let's start at verse number 22. But even now, I urge you keep. But even now, I urge you to keep up your courage, and be in good spirits, because there was no loss of life among you, but only loss of the ship. Good, for this very night, an angel of the Lord, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood before me, and said. Stop being afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar, and behold, God has given you the lives of all those who are who are sailing with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I believe God and have complete confidence in Him that it will run out ex ex exceedingly. Uh, as I have been told, a Amen. So, in this, you have to be, you have to be, you have to be strong. You have to be of good courage. You have to be in good spirits. <coughs> Only thing was lost was the ship. Nobody was lost. Nobody on the ship died. The only thing, the ship, the ship was gone. So for this. For this very night, the angel of God, to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood before me and said, stop being afraid. Okay. If, when you're afraid, guess what? There's, that's when fear comes in. You do not want fear to come in in the midst of the storm. You just see, you run, what you have to understand is the enemy will start to talk to you and start telling you things that you do not want to hear. You can't lose the faith in the midst of the storm. You have to be in good courage. You have to be in good spirits. Amen. You have to stand your ground and say, listen here, listen here, enemy, listen. That's not what God told me. I'm going to stand and believe on what God has told me in the midst of the storm. Amen. Amen. So we have to remember, you know, this is what God is telling us in the midst of the storm. Don't be afraid. Don't get discouraged. You got to stand strong. You're going to have people telling you something. You're going to have people tell you something that's not, or that's not even a that's not even according to the word of God. It's not even pertaining to what you're going to. So even in the midst of the storm, a lot of times you have to get rid of people that are negative in your life. Ooh, what? Yes, even if it's family. Say, listen, I can't listen to that right now. Listen, listen, listen. I'm, I got something going on right now. He's going through something right now. But right now, I don't need this negativity in my life. So you see the phone ring? I'm say, yeah, I got to go to voicemail. I got to go to voicemail. They'll, they'll, they'll leave a voicemail. If they don't leave a voicemail, that's fine. I mean, it's not important. And you always had that one phone call you see 
And if you see the person call, it's like, oh, Lord, I know they're not talking about nothing. They're always not talking about nothing, so I'm not going to even answer the phone. And I had to learn to get rid of negative people, even if they're in the body of Christ. I said, listen, I, I'm like, no, I can't I'll deal with you later. I can't, I can't listen to that right now because I got something going on right now. So I need to, my main focus is on what God is telling me and what I need to do in this particular situation, even in the midst of the storm. I need to focus on what God is telling me. Amen. So a lot of times you have to just, you're like, okay, mm, no, I can't listen to that. No, uh-uh, no, no. And you always have the ones that has nothing to say. They're always negative. They're always talking about somebody. And you're like, okay, you know what? I don't, I don't have time for gossip. You want to gossip? Go on social media. Leave me alone. Amen. So what does the Lord say in the midst of the storm? In the middle of the storm, the Lord wants you to move in very closely to you. He's saying, don't worry about the storm. Don't worry about the ship. Uh, take care of the people and stay focused on your mission. Nestle believes the protection of your, of your Savior, the Lord who, who you are and whom you serve. So you have to stay focused on your mission. So if you're in the middle of the storm, if you're on a boat, if you're the captain of the boat, so your mission is to get everybody back safely, okay? Now, even with the, um, do you remember the, um, the, the airplane that, that, uh, that landed into the Hudson River? Even in the middle of the storm, everybody on that airplane survived. No one died because the pilot, he knew it. His, his, his main focus, his mission was, I need to land this plane and I need to get everybody off safely and quickly as possible. I don't want any dead loss. And no one died on that plane. Amen. So that's what you have to do. Don't give up in the midst of the storm. Storms come. They go. But you got to remember. Uh, like that song uh, with Yolanda Adams, and I like the part where she says, you know, when she, she said, Jesus, he's holding you in his arms. Just think about it. In the midst of the storm, God is holding you in his arms. Jesus is holding you in his arms. Amen. He's holding you. He's saying, don't worry about it. Don't be afraid. I got you. I got you. You can let go. I got you. I'm here for you. I'm going to take care of you in the midst of the storm. That's what God is saying. I got you. Cast all your cares upon God. Give all, all your cares, your worries, your struggles, anything that you're dealing with, you give it to God and place it in God's hands. Let God take care of it. Let God take care of it. All you need to do is say, listen, you prayed about it, you put it in grace, you put it in God's hands. You say, okay, good. Now I'm at peace. I can go do what I need to do. I'm gonna get me a good night's sleep at night. I'm not gonna worry about it because it's in God's hands. Amen. It is in God's hands. So we have to remember that. You know, we have to give it to God. And we have to let God take care of it for us. Because even in, a midst, in even in the midst of the storm, 
You can get so overwhelmed. You can get frustrated. You can get stressed out. That's what God is here for. God is here to relieve you of your frustration. He's here to relieve you of your stress in the midst of the storm. You, yes, you can get stressed in the middle of the, in the midst of the storm. Amen. All that thing about all that talk about. Oh, I'm 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 too blessed to be stressed. No, no, no. There's some stress involved in that. Don't believe that. There's there's some stress in that somewhere. Amen. So we want to. You, you, you got to remember. God is on the throne. There's no one on the faith. Of, there's no one that can dethrone God from His throne. Amen. Because He's there to stay. Amen. So this is what I'm telling you. Whatever you're going through in the midst of this storm, you want to give it to God. Place it in God's hands. When you place it in God's hands, you begin to see the peace and you begin to see, oh, wow, man, that's all I had to do. Now my headache is gone. Now I can sleep better at night because I gave it to God. It's in his hands. Amen. So. Let me leave you with this here. Leave this here. Let's go over to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew. Chapter number 14. Let's start at verse number 22. Let's start at verse number 22. Amen. Let's start at verse number 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples go into the boat and go before him to, another, to the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Amen. To pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was not in the middle of the sea tossed. Excuse me, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, and tossed by the waves for the wind was contrary. Amen. So now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, "Is it is it a ghost? No, it's not a ghost." It's not a ghost, okay? It is not a ghost. And they cried out fear. From They cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. It is I do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it, if it is you commanded me to come to, to, to come to you on the water. And he said, come. And when Peter had walked down out on the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was, the wind was bad. I mean, the wind was bad. And he was, and due to this, he was afraid and began to sink in, cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said and said to him of of you 
Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt me? And when, and when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then, then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Never doubt God. Okay? When Peter was like, he was afraid. He was afraid. He was afraid. You know, he, he was afraid. He, 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 he stepped out. He began to sink. He said, Lord, he cried out, Lord, save me. Okay? And Jesus stretched out his hand and said, of you, O you of little faith, why did you doubt me? Never doubt God in the midst of the storm. Never doubt God in the midst of the storm. Amen. God is just simply saying this here. His, his son, Jesus Christ, is simply saying here, he's stretching out his hand. In the midst of the storm, and say, okay, I got you. You don't have to worry about it. Don't be afraid. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Amen. I'm here for you. I got you. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about being afraid. I got you. Amen. I got you. faith in God in the midst of the storm. Have faith in God. This is where this is where now you need to exercise your faith. You need to put your faith into action. Amen. Every time I know people are looking for work, you know, jobs are opening all over now. Even in the in, in this in the midst of this storm with the jobs and everything, people trying to, you know, the, the president and, the, and, and the, the governor wants everyone to go back to work. Now, you are stepping out on faith every time you every time you walk out of your house and you go look for work. You're stepping out in faith. You're stepping out in faith because you're gonna you're going you're going down this place and you believe in God to get this job. And every man and everything, and a lot of times, hey, if they're hiring on the spot, they're interviewing on the spot, boom, you got yourself a job. You say, oh, thank God. You know, a lot of times you have to listen to God. He'll tell you exactly where to go to apply for a job. Amen. God say, listen, I didn't tell you to go over there. I told you to go over here because I have already set it up so that you can get the job when they see you. When they're doing your interview, they hire you right there on the spot. Amen. I didn't tell you to go over there. I told you to go over here. And see, that's the thing. We have to listen to God when he's telling us something. Amen. We did a series on dreams and visions. And I said, and, and I said in dreams and visions that God is telling you something in those dreams. Even if it's a short power nap. God is telling you something in those dreams. Don't dismiss it. Don't dismiss it because even in the midst of a storm, you taking a nap, you taking, you going to sleep at night, 
God is telling you something in those dreams. He's telling you something. He's telling you. Now, whether you listen to God or not, that's up to you. But I'm going to listen to God in these dreams. When I dream, I dream big. I don't dream small. I dream big. I don't have no small visions. My visions are big. That's the kind of God we serve. See, God is simply saying, listen. I got you. I got you. Keep the faith. Don't give up in the midst of the storm. Keep the faith. Stand strong because he's with us. God said he, he said he never leave you nor forsake you. So when, when, when did God ever leave you at any point when you was going through? God was right there. He was right there telling you exactly what to do in this particular situation. Amen. So when going through the storms of life, remember that the same God that created the wind and the sea is able to bring you out of any situation that comes your way. Our change is that when we are delivered from the darkness that we emerge stronger and more prepared for the next test. Don't give up. Don't give in. Keep the faith. The whole point of this, the whole point of this message is don't give up. Don't give in. Keep the faith in the midst of the storm. In the midst of the storm, you want to keep the faith. Some people have lost, they have lost the faith um, during this pandemic. They have lost the faith. Um, you know, uh, jobs are opening back up. They have lost it. Like, I don't know. They may not even take me. Da, da, da. They may not accept me. They may not hire me. You see, you can't think like that. You can't think like that. Amen. You got, you got to think positive. And I can tell you, um, there was one job I was applying for, and they called me for the interview. And, and I knew in my heart, hey, I got the job. I just have to go through the interview process in order to get it. And that's, that's something God has already, uh, the job was mine. God had already set it up for me. In the midst of the storm, I was looking for work. I needed work. I was working uh, full-time at a, a uniform company. I was going to work part-time with Parks and Rec. I said, but I need to work. I need to work. In the, middle of the, in the midst of the storm, God opened up that door for me to get that part-time job, which led to a full-time position. That's how God works. That's how God works. And the person that was in the interview was like, man, you need to come on and get out the way so I can get this job and go on. Because I didn't have, man, I needed, a, I needed work. I need to have a job with some benefits. Listen here. I, you know, God opened up that door for me to get that job. And God has opened up me, God has opened up doors for me to get other jobs in the past. Amen. You may that you you may not think that you qualify for the job. The people that you work for may not think that you qualify for that job. But God said, "Hey, you qualify. You my child. 
You qualify for that job. Go ahead and put in for that supervisor or the manager position. Don't worry about it. You're going to get it. You was doing, you, you're doing their work now. You basically, you're managing and supervising a group of people now, so hey, why not put in for it? See, even in the midst of the storm, God will open up doors for you. God will open up doors that no man can shut. Hey, hey well, one door closes, two more open up. Okay, God, you open up three doors for me. Which one you want me to go through? Which one, which job you want me to go ahead and, and, and interview for? You, you got to understand, God, can, God will do some amazing things in the midst of the storm. As long as you don't give up, God will do some amazing things in the midst of the storm. Amen. Amen. So I pray that you guys, I pray that you were blessed by this message as I was. And I can tell you, uh, by going through certain things, you know, I had to keep the faith. I had to stand strong. You know, that's when you press in, you begin to pray, you begin to read your word, you begin to meditate on your word. You have a, you have a specific scripture that you, you might, you might want to uh, type it up and laminate it, post it on your refrigerator, uh, put it on your phone. We have these different Bible apps. So there's no excuse where you cannot, well, they tell me I can't bring a Bible to work. You have your phone. So all you do is download the Bible app on your phone and you read the Bible. They never, they don't know what you're doing on your, on your uh, breaks and on your lunch break, your your breaks and your that's your time. That's the time where you can start pressing in and and praying and believing God, Amen. So that's your time. There were times I read the I read my word on my time. I read there were times I prayed on my that was my time. So when I had to go back to work, I went back to work, Amen. So I pray that you guys, I pray that you was blessed by this message, Amen. And I sincerely pray. That you will not give up in the midst of the storm. You see what's going on now with the gun violence and domestic violence and other things that's going on. You see what's going on. This is not the time to give up. This is the time to give in. I mean, this is not the time to give up or give in. This is the time to keep the faith. Amen. So we want to make sure that we do everything that God has called us to do. So if God lay on your heart to pray for someone in the middle of the night, you get up and you pray for that person because now you're praying that, it, that, they're, they're, that they're safe and that there's no harm coming to that person. Amen. Amen. And glory to God. That's, that's, that's you know, don't, um, don't dismiss the alerts that God is sending to you when he's saying, I need you to pray for this person or I need you to pray for this or I need you to pray for that. Amen. When God put it in your heart, you go ahead and do it. Amen. Because now you're stopping, you're literally stopping the enemy from doing what he wants to do with that person. Amen. So I know you may have some friends and family members that are, um, I don't like to say this, but you may have some friends or family members or someone that you know that are on drugs. You know, don't stop praying for that person. Continue to pray for that person. Believe God that that person will come home. They begin to serve God. They begin. They, they will. Um, they give their life and they turn their life over to God and start a new life with God. Amen. So that's. I know at some point, you know, you don't want to give up on that. Amen. And 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 I can tell you, I can tell you, uh, one of the uh, Tyler Perry movies I saw to where uh, Tyler Perry was playing the father. You know, the father, the lawyer, and his wife 
was on drugs, but one thing he didn't do, he didn't give up on her. He did not give up on her. He stood her, he, he, he did not give on her, he did not give up on her. When she realized, listen, I need to get my life right with Christ. Amen. So you may have some, uh, you may have some family members or friends that are in jail. Don't give up on them. Continue to pray with them. If you have the opportunity to visit them in jail, go visit them in jail. Talk to them. Pray with them. They still have time to change your life around. Even though they're in prison, they still have time to change your life around. Amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that everyone that was, that was listening to this message would be blessed by this message. Even in the midst of the storm, Father, we don't want to give up. We want to continue to press in, Father. We don't want to listen to the ones that are negative because we need a positive influence in our lives. And for that, Lord God, we say thank you because you are a positive influence in our lives. You are the one that keeps us safe. You're the one that keeps us, at, keeps us, keeps us on our toes at all times. And for that, Lord God, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So at this time, at this time, um, at this time, we will worship God in our giving. Amen. This is the best way. I mean, this is we worship God in our giving. And um, I know, you know, you don't. Only God is only asking for ten percent. He's only asking for a tenth of your gross, not your milk. Amen. And this is how you stay blessed by your giving. This is how you stay blessed. This is how you stay financially blessed. Amen. So that means, you know, at the end of the month, you don't run out of money. You have money left over at the end of the month. That's what that means. That's what exactly what that means. You know. God, God, he wants you to be blessed. He doesn't want you to struggle financially. God never wants you to struggle financially. He wants you to be blessed at all times. Because, see, by you being blessed, you're, you're putting yourself in a position to where you can actually be a blessing to other people. It may not be in a form of money. You might be able to go buy them some groceries or take them to one of the appointments or something like that. So, God wants us to be blessed, amen, beyond measure. He wants us to be blessed beyond measure, amen. So um, you can go to our website at amenalways.org, or you can text to give at 855-537-1023. Again, you can always go to amenalways.org. You can um, text to give at 855 855- Five three seven one zero two three. Now, if you one of those persons to where you know uh, you said uh, you know in the Bible it says bring your tithes and offerings to the storehouse. So if you want to come by our office and and drop off your tithes, your offering, or whatever you want, you know your your giving, Amen. Our address is twenty two fifty five Dunn Avenue, Suite two hundred one. We're right next door to the doctor's center, Amen. So when you see the pediatric center out front, you see the doctor center, we're right next door to the doctor center. Amen. So again, our address is 2255 
Glen Avenue to 201. We're located next to the Doctor Center. So if you want to come by at any time, Monday through Thursday from 9 to 4, our office are open from 9 to 4. And you want to drop off your offering, you want to drop off your tithes, you know, give them, make sure you fill out an envelope because we have to record that. Um, we have to record that, and plus we have to get a donation statement um, next year. We have to give that donation, sta donation statement every year to the ones that um, sold into this ministry, amen, sold into this church, amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, this, we thank you, Lord God, for this tithe and offering. We thank you, Lord God, the seed leaves our hand, but it does not leave our heart. We thank you for a hundredfold return, Father God. It says, give, give it unto Give, and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto our bosom. We thank you, Lord God, that we will be the lender, not the borrower. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you're one of those people that want to come by our office and drop off your giving, that we are fine with that. Amen. Glory to God. We are good. We are, we are fine with that also. And, ag and, and again, remember that our food pantry is the last Saturday of each month. So we're on our way to serve 4,000 families. Our goal is to serve 4,000 families. Amen. And I have to get the actual count of where we at, where we are, for serving the 4,000 families. Amen. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you for your time. We thank you, Lord God, that we apply this word to our hearts, and we thank you, Lord God, we will not give up in the midst of the storm because we know that you're always there to take care of us. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you, Lord God, for your protection, Father God. Where we go throughout this week, Lord God, we thank you for your peace and your love and your understanding, Father. And we thank you, Lord God, that we will spread the word, Father God. We will not be one of those persons that just come to church, Father, but we will be one of those persons that spread the good news of the gospel. We thank you, Lord God, that souls will be saved and lives will be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>